How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Okay, before we get started, have you ever thought about doing what I'm doing right now? Starting your own podcast? Has anyone ever told you that it's complicated and you need a sound engineer, a studio, and all this major equipment to do so? Well, you don't need that. All you need is the Anchor app. It's free. They will pair you with sponsors that they find for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And let's start the show. Hi, everybody. It's Tiara, your host. This is the Tea for the Queen podcast, and I have a special guest here with me. She's a very lovely person. Uh, Tiffany is from Chicago. We're actually in Chicago right now. I came out here for my best friend's anniversary wedding reception thing. Um, it's a long story that I don't want to go into. But I came out here for a beautiful occasion. And uh, I'm staying with Tiffany. And I thought, why don't I ask her some stuff? Because we actually have a very good conversation. We're in the company of each other. I agree. We really do. Um... So I told you the purpose of the podcast. Yes. Okay. Um, I found a few articles, right? Okay. Well, do you want to introduce yourself? What do you want me to say? Okay, okay. I'm Tiffany. Yes. I live in Chicago. Yes. Um, I work in a marketing agency. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated from the University of Illinois with a journalism degree. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What else do you do? Um, I also write short stories. Yes, she does. That's the same for me. If that's all you want to share, okay. So, I found an art. I found a few articles this week, and a lot of them are saying that the decline in marriage, because you know a lot less people are getting married nowadays, which is ironic because of what we just came from, um, is due to the lack of financially attractive men. What do you think about that? I think that makes sense. Why? especially black women are making more money than black men. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's not only an issue for the women because they want to have somebody who can provide because that's what they've been told their whole lives that yeah. they need it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's an ego, um, what's the opposite of boost? An ego decline okay. for men. It kills their ego. It kills their mm-hmm. ego. And we know that's very important for black men especially and if they recognize that they are making less money than a black woman, I think that they become intimidated. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I don't think they would ever admit that. <laughs> Why don't um, you think they would admit that? Because I think that a lot of black men let the ego let their ego make the decisions for them. And why don't you think that 
especially in our our case with black men, why don't you think they are as financially sound as we are? Um, I think it's a number of things. One, I think we're still struggling with the effects of Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of black men are in jail, and I think a lot of black men's parents, fathers, mm-hmm. are in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we are also in an age where a lot of black men cannot afford to go to college which automatically or they get a lot of debt coming out of college Mm -hmm. which automatically puts them at a lower tier um than black women i think black women have a innate in innate ability to be entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. um to not have one job but several several yeah in order to get out of debt Mm -hmm. um and i just think for so long men have felt like they, in order to be the provider, they should have a certain type of job. Mm. And I'm not sure. What kind sure. of job is that? I don't even know. I wouldn't even say blue collar, but I think it's it's a salary paying job that they can take care of their family on. Mm-hmm. And I think the way that America is moving in, it's like you are you have to have a two income household. You have to. In order to make it. Yeah. And I think that's different than what we've seen our parents, a lot of our parents do. Mm-hmm. And I I am not sure that black men have connected that yet. So are you saying that a lot of them think that they're supposed to be the sole income of the household and not the not having a partner who takes on the yeah. income of the household? I, I as personally well? I yes. I personally believe mm-hmm. that black men feel like they are supposed to be able to pay all the bills with their salary. If the if their wife has a job mm-hmm. I think that they feel like that that money should be hers to spend or whatever. And I just think that it's a a construct that we've been forced to believe in. That's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that a marriage should be more of a partnership rather than a... I think it should be a side-by-side. I think it should a be a partnership rather than there being a leader. Exactly. There shouldn't be a leader. It should be a partnership. Exactly. I think that is very, very, very important. And mm-hmm. I think that... You know, I'm a feminist. Mm -hmm. So I think that patriarchy is why it's such a struggle for men when it comes to women being more financially sound than um, when it comes. Yeah. Women being more financially sound than they are, because patriarchy has taught them that this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the way our society is supposed to be. And I actually tweeted something the other day. I do think that black people, I think that as a community and the diaspora, I think they were matriarchal mm-hmm. and we're not the only ethnic group that is that way. Yeah. Native Americans are that way too. And I think that because of patriarchy, you know what I said, what I mean when I say matriarchal, right? Yes. Okay. Just double checking. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, it means that women are supposed are the leaders, um, mm-hmm. in a group. And I think that because, Western society has taught us that that's a bad thing. There's so much conflict because of the world that we live in and we exist in now. And it conflicts with what we've been taught because what we see in our society is matriarchal, matriarchy happening. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I agree. So, I don't don't know. That's just very, very interesting to me. And I brought it to you because... We both were both not married. I'm yeah. unmarried. As um, I. Yeah. And <laughs> I, do you want to be married one day? Well, you know, I struggle with that mm-hmm. because I struggle with whether or not I'm cut out for marriage. Okay. I'm not sure that there is a 
man for me that I feel is worth the uh, what do you, what's worth what is worth what does that look like for you well I mean I just so I think when I say I don't know if there's a man out there who's worth it for me mm-hmm. what I mean is like worth considering in all of my decisions worth you know like compromising with them worth um putting my full trust in mm-hmm. worth partnering with work like all these like i live a very fine life mm-hmm. <laughs> without a man and i don't have to consider anybody else's feelings when i do the things that i do mm-hmm. and i'm not sure that there's a man out there that will make me reconsider that have you tried to find someone yes i mean i i date and that's why I'm concerned mm-hmm. <laughs> because I I very much see how a lot of my friends are like eager to have a partner. And I would never say I've been. What do you mean by eager? eager? I. What do you see? A, lot of, a lot of my friends are people who um, don't see their lives without having a partner. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And would probably consider their lives somewhat a failure if they don't have someone to share it with. Mm-hmm. And I have never been that type of person. I can very much see a life where I am single mm-hmm. and happy. And I have friends who have children that I go visit and I spoil. And I have sisters who, you know have babies and I'm like the fun auntie mm-hmm. and I date but I don't ever find that person that I'm like oh he's worth it I can do life with him mm-hmm. I can like I envision a lot I it's not to say that I don't want that mm-hmm. because I can envision a life with a partner mm-hmm. but I can also envision a life without one and I'm not sure that a lot of people do that why don't you do you think that's just in our peer group or you think that's in general? I think that's in general. Hmm. I've never I don't think I've ever met someone particularly like me in that sense where they're like, "Oh yeah, I'll be totally fine mm-hmm. being single for the rest of my life." Hmm. I think a lot of them would consider that like, "Oh gosh, you're going to be so lonely." But I don't I don't think of it you like that. You don't think of it like that? No. You know, I used to be like that, where I would be like, okay, I'm okay with being single. Yeah. But now it's, like, very different. Why do you think that's changed? I feel like it's the ghetto. What What do you mean? (laughs) Being single is the ghetto. No. (laughs) It feels like, you know, the ghetto right now. Like, it just feels like the ghetto. Why does it feel like the ghetto? Because, like, companionship is great. Like, it's a really good freaking thing. And I don't know if it's social media that has, like, put the pressure on me. Because in our generation, we grew up with social media. Like, we built this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just, like, everybody who's on it and built it, we're all, like, so many of us are getting married. But it's weird because, like, the statistics are saying that we're not. But then I see that we are. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You see that we are getting married. Getting married and getting partners and popping out these infants and shit. And I'm just like... Do you have a lot of married friends? No. Because I don't. I don't have a lot of married friends. You know, last time I saw you, you said that. Yeah. When you were in Chicago. You were... Not Chicago. Dallas. In Dallas. Yeah. You were like, Tierra. 
look at the numbers. You're not alone. Yeah, you're <laughs> but to me, like, it just seems like, I don't know. I, I really, I just think that the companion, the opportunity for companionship is great. And I like the ideal of having something in my life personally that is a mainstay. Because so many other things are, but the thing is, is that you don't it's not really a main thing because yeah. you never freaking you know. You don't know, and that and that comes back to the worth. Because I actually told my therapist, I was like, um, "Sorry, guys, I got away from the mic." I was like, "I don't think people are worthy investments." Mm. And she was like, "What?" And it's kind of how you said, like, "Is it worth yes. the time? Is it worth the investment? Like, what is it worth?" And it's just like. Now I'm like, as I'm going through like the process of therapy, I'm like learning like it could be worth it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just, I don't know. It just feels like the ghetto because I just like having a person. Does that make sense? And yes. It's, I don't know. Go on. No, I think it makes sense to have somebody, to want somebody that's a constant mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. Somebody to come home to. I totally understand that. But. I don't have a lot of friends that are married. Yeah. And so it doesn't freak me out that I'm 30 and single. Because I feel like the way the world is going, people are getting married older, having kids older. Older. Because women are now, you know, maintaining their independence and not settling. Or whatever, you know. And I honestly think that has to do with, um, statistically, people who are more educated. Mm Mm-hmm marry later in life and it makes sense like truly like it's what happens yeah and i i don't know how i feel about that well so here's my thing my thing is like i believe what's meant for you is meant for you do you believe in fate i do believe in fate but i do believe in controlling your own karma and being able to change fate hmm I feel like that's contradictory to what fate is. Fate is something that happens no matter what you do. Mm, but then I guess I don't believe in fate. Right. Because to me, that's just like You saying, believe in controlling your own destiny? No. Oh. I don't believe in controlling your own destiny. Okay. I believe that you can make causes or make things to affect what your destiny is kind of like a butterfly butterfly effect yep you know what i'm saying certain decisions you make certain decisions a certain path leads you down a certain path but i don't think that we all have one destiny you know what i mean i i would completely agree with you Mm -hmm. but i think that what i mean by what's what's meant for you is yours i think that if you really have the intent to find someone that you want to be with that the universe will conspire to make it happen. I don't think that's the case. Why you why not? Because I feel like I've seen I I in terms of finding people, I think that thing happens sometimes a lot of times happenstance and unexpectedly. Because you have people who are out here like looking, 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 looking. Right, but you have they ain't to find it, find it, find it, find it, find it. Right, but you have to wonder. People who put all their time and energy into finding a significant other, is that really what you're supposed to be doing with your life? No, you should not be doing that with your life. That's what I'm saying. That's 
That's what I mean. You're saying that a significant other is a compliment to a wife. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Mm. And for those people who are like, every day they wake up like, God, please let this be the day that I find my husband. (laughs) I find my wife. I'm ready. I've been doing X, Y, Z. I've been writing in my journal. I've been working on my body. I've been eating right. This is going to be the day that I run into Mr. Right at Starbucks. Oh, God. Those people are are psychotic. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that it works like that. I don't think you should ever, ever, ever make finding a significant other your priority. Mm Mm-hmm. I just don't. I think it's a compliment to life. And I think that it can come at any point in life. We all we always hear about those people who get married young, they get divorced, and they in the second marriage are like, This is the person. Mm-hmm. This is my person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't meet them until they're in their forties or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh wow, that's like How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Like older, but it's like, isn't it worth it if you meet your soulmate in your forties and that is the person that you're gonna spend the rest of your life with, rather than meet than forcing yourself to be with someone in your twenties and being miserable for the rest of your life? I'm not saying that you should force yourself at all. I just fuck. I don't know what I'm saying. I think we have to really. I think we have to change. The idea of what meeting your soulmate looks like. I think we have to change the idea of what a marriage means. I agree. And I think that I do believe that marriage is not a social marker. I don't think that it it is a social marker, unfortunately. But I think that it is seen as a social marker, rather. I think that we should change that. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, it shouldn't be a status lifter. Not at all. Yep. Um... Yeah, that's that's what I think about that. I just and when they show us facts like oh, the rate of marriage is declining, the you know there's a shortage of shortage of children being born, uh, no one's getting married to men because none of them are you know most a lot of them aren't financially stable. Mm-hmm. They present these they present these facts to us, and we all become um, how do I say like. They're presented negatively. Marriage or men? No, the stats to us. The stats about the declining rate of of marriage, the declining rate of children being born, and no one's marrying men because because they aren't financial. Yeah, Yeah, they're presented negatively to us. And it's just like all this information that we have now, it keeps us like, knowledgeable but it also keeps us in a state of despair because like for me I don't like I don't want to be a statistic you know what I'm saying but what, but, but it's just like at what like what like why would I why would I allow my fear of being a statistic force me into something you know what I'm right. saying yeah that's what that's I don't know so what do you do when you see stuff like that 
that you feel like you might you might be falling into that tax bracket. I mean, not tax bracket into that into that statistic. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna be a statistic regardless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't avoid statistics. Mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly don't put too much time or effort into those things. I just think that I truly and honestly believe that if there is a man out there for me, that I will find him. So you don't allow you don't allow these stats to affect you on the micro level. No, because these days, the more time that goes by, the more that science is figuring out how to have babies without men. This is true. And boy, when they figure that out, mm. I, it's gonna be a whole new world. Swear, All right. women ain't gonna be getting married. I promise you, it's gonna be like the talk about statistics. The marriage will rates will drop. They will go away. They will go away. Because I feel like, like we have enough sperm in these sperm banks to build an entire new population yes, of people. You do. I honestly do. You do. And I get the love part. Everybody wants the love part. But if you can have a child without a man, because mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people force themselves to have a child with a man because they're like biological clock is ticking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you, if that no longer exists and mm-hmm. you can have a child without that biological clock ticking then that opens up a whole new world for love because mm-hmm. you at that point you could fall in love at any point at any time and you won't have to be constrained by the idea of having a child at a certain age mm-hmm. yeah i agree with you i um <clears throat> I also think about like there's so many instances where women who have had children they find love after they yes. have the children. Mm-hmm. Like I know people who have had their children and then they find the love of their life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah, they have to be single mother for a short while, but they eventually found the love of their life yes. and it wasn't like they were trying to wait to have kids with that person they were just able to do it. To do it. Yep. Cuz that's just where life took them. Mm-hmm. They had the kids and they never were like, I admire women who are like that. Because mm-hmm. they're not like, oh, I got to stay with my baby daddy because this is the father of my child. You know, mm-hmm. women who are able to recognize and realize that, hey, this actually ain't working out. Mm-hmm. We're about to have a baby and we're going to co-parent. But this, me and you, that's not that's a thing. That's not a thing. Yeah. Thank you for the child. Th- yep. However, Th- it's like, not going to work. I'm not about to force myself to be with you. Mm-hmm. Those people are great because you're right. They have the children and then they meet the love of their life. And what's better than that? Life is, I mean, a lot of people say life, life is short. But life is long. I think it's both. When you consider mm-hmm. spending the rest of your life with someone. Jesus. Like, you meet someone at 40, you live to 80. That's still 40 years with that someone. That is a long time. That's a long time. Mm. You know? It's 40 years. We haven't even been alive 40 years. We haven't years. even been alive 40 years. Mm. That's still a significant amount of time. Oh, man. You know? I don't know. I just feel like life is long. And even if I, like, die tomorrow, I would be proud of how I lived it. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying. I'm never going to be that person who was like, oh, my God, I have to stay with him because I am 30. And... I don't have any other options and I gotta mm-hmm. be married and I gotta have babies. Or I'm not trying to be out here 30 looking for love right. or anything like that. Like, I just don't live mm-hmm. my life that way. Mm. I just don't. I'm never going to do that. 
And I feel like that would be settling. I'm just never going to do that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Why is that wow? No. This is just a good to hear. I mean, you've always had this same rhetoric going on, and it's good to know that you're still in that space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was born this way. I don't know what it was. What it, the ex, I don't know what, what, what I don't it was think, in my genes. I don't, I don't think you were born this way. I think that you, you, put, you place value where you place value. That's true, but I feel like, don't you feel like being, when you're growing up, things affect how you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And I believe that my experience as a child with marriage and seeing married people made me feel like marriage ain't always cracked up to be <laughs> when you're not with the right person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. With me, I felt like marriage ain't always cracked up to be, but you're supposed to stay in it. Mm. That's a thing that's, that's supposed, also biblical. huh? That's also the biblical. Exactly. Open Pandora's box. Pandora's box. You know what I mean? <laughs> I I don't read the Bible anymore. It ain't I, part of my life. But you know what I mean. That's where that comes from. That is. That's where that comes from. And you know, we can talk about you know black people, slavery, yeah. and how we were forced. Yep. And how, you yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. Forced into that religion. Forced into that religion. Controlled our minds. Controlled our minds. And you know, we can. And how the slave mentality still exists today. Still exists today, you know. Even in the resistance of black women leading. Yes. It exists right there. R.I.P. Camille. And it's just like, like, oh, God. Girl. Give us where credit is due. Like, I don't know. I love black women. I think we are amazing. And I think that um, I wish that black men would support us and recognize it wholeheartedly. You know what I'm Mm. saying? I think that a lot of black men... Sorry, guys. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. You shouldn't apologize. I'm not apologizing. But I think a lot of them think that being pro-black means being pro-protection. You know what I'm saying? Protection of women. Of black black women. women. And I don't think that's what it means. You know what I'm saying? Just Not at all. And you have, like, so many people out here who are... I call them hoteps. Yeah. Um... They're speaking pro-blackness, but when it comes to things like women's women's equality or equality for people who are not straight, mm-hmm. it's a whole completely different story. Yep. And social media makes me aware of that. It makes me know that there are a lot of people who think that way. And have you seen that before? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hotels are a real thing. What do you do when you see them? When you encounter them online, do you engage or I don't engage? What do you do? I'm past, I'm past engaging. Mm-hmm. I I used to be the type of person who would want to argue someone down, Just... you know. Yeah, but then I realized that was more taxing on me than it was on mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And they're not gonna change their mind because they're completely obsessed with being that person. Mm-hmm. They have no no um, desire to learn mm-hmm. anything other than what they know. Yeah. Um. I agree, though. I think hoteps are a real thing. I think even outside of hoteps, I think there are... Ooh. I think that there are black men who have issues acknowledging partnership because they want to lead. But maybe they're not Mm -hmm. fit to lead. And 
I think that, I mean, there's a lot of reasons for that, you know. It's like, we, the, the king of the household thing, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so what, I'm calling you a king to stroke your ego, but in all actuality, I'm better at the finances. <laughs> so, let me pay all the mm-hmm. bills, you know, Yeah. and that's just how it is, because I'm. that's what I'm better at. That's what a partnership is, mm-hmm. you know. Recognizing the strengths in another person mm-hmm. and allowing them to operate for the benefit of both people. Exactly. And I don't think we're there yet. Even outside of hotels, like hotels are a percentage of black men, mm-hmm. but I think there are black men in general who don't even recognize that they feel this way, that they have um, submitted to the ideas of patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And I think they wouldn't even realize it until they're in a marriage when they hit the gender roles. Mm-hmm. And that's when a lot of people bump heads with yeah. gender roles. Because gender roles and women have to work so much harder. Exactly. And take a lot of the brunt work of it on and mm-hmm. serve the child and the man. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, and when you talk about uh, patriarchy, I actually, I have a, this is how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of black men who were not able to become successful in the Western society become preachers mm. or they become hoteps or they become people like Derek Jackson. Who's Derek Jackson? Derek Jackson. He's the date guy. The date? He, he like goes, does like dating advice for like on Instagram. On Instagram, he's always in his tarp, his in his car talking. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking, I know about? What you're talking about? I think that, and the the crazy part is that they're very good at it mm-hmm. because a lot of black women are they eat it up. They eat it up. Which when is go, interesting. When you go to the church, it's mostly black black women. women yes, who are there, and it's crazy because I think that they're very good at like. Because we have big hearts, mm-hmm. our hearts are easy to be easily easily caught, and the attention is easy to get. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. The attention is easy to get, but the long term relationship is not. What do you mean? Like I feel like you can get attention from a man, but I don't feel like the attention is long term. What I mean by that is like I feel like all those women that you see in the church, mm-hmm. I'm sure that they could get any type of man to acknowledge them, mm-hmm. take them on a date, blah blah blah. But as far as the commitment goes, I don't think that there are a lot of men who are willing to do that. And I think that's because of what you're saying about the financial mm-hmm. being equally yoked. Ego. I don't. What do you? Equally yoked. equally yoked is a biblical term, but I, I like what it is. It's I just... like saying that because I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of people are like I need someone who at least I mean we've been shitting on men, but we can talk about the women. Too. Okay, we can talk about women's issue too because What's I mean that? there are some. There well, are like some. what? For example, there are women who are like we need to be equal. He needs to either make at least the same amount mm-hmm, of salary mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, more than me, mm-hmm. right? If he makes, if he's blue collar and he working for Amazon, that's not the man for me. I'm not looking for that type of man. You know there are women out there like there that. There are women out there like that. And that's why they single. 
because mm-hmm. I think that the blue collar man, that's the Amazon man, could still treat you just as good as just the lawyer good. down the street, it right? Probably if not the same, better, the same four hundred one k. Exactly. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So there are women like that, mm-hmm. and there are women who like the gender roles, mm-hmm. right? Who encourage the man who is like and is waiting at five o'clock, you know, by the door with dinner. There are those women too. I thought they didn't exist anymore. No, they still exist. Girl, go to your church. I don't have that's, a church. That's what that's where they at. The church. The it's cause, because I I truly believe that black women being submissive comes from church. Oh yeah, religion. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that is all just religion. You gotta listen to them. That's the pastor. That's Even the though pastor. the pastor is sleeping with five people in the congregation for whatever. Mm. <laughs> The pastor is a liar and a cheater, mm. but we go. But he, mm-hmm. but he leads the church. Mm-hmm. It's okay. That's the man of God. Mm-hmm. We don't know what happened to that thousand dollars that everybody raised, but that is okay because, Amen, Jesus, girl. But you know, whatever. I digress. So, how do you make sense of all of this? I don't think there's anything to make sense of. I mm-hmm. think you have to, as a person, decide what's important to you. Mm-hmm. And that's how you live your life. There are going to be women who think that coming a man coming home at five and dinner being ready and that's their responsibility, that's what they're going to believe in. Yeah. And that's going to be their thing. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be women who are like, I want a partnership like me. And then there'll be women who are like, maybe I'm just going to be the front auntie my whole life. That could be me too. So, I think you just got to decide what's important to you and try to really break through all of the things, all of the societal pressures that life puts on you and decide what's important. Okay. Well, that's all we have today. <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you for having me. Where, how would you like, would you like everyone to be able to find you on socials or is this where you would like to leave it? Uh, I like to leave it here. She's going to leave it here, guys. <laughs> we'll not be dropping a last name. No. That's what that means. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Take care. Oh, and um, tforthequeen.com at tforthequeen. Um, yeah. Like, comment. Actually, this is not YouTube. Just rate and review. Thank you so much, guys. Have a lovely evening. Happy holidays. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. April is the month of the military child. Come celebrate at the National Museum of the United States Army, where they tell the story of Army children all year long. Their Growing Up Army exhibit features Army kids sharing their adventures about Army life, and their Bratz to Boots Interactive introduces visitors to kids who grew up in Army families and chose to serve as soldiers, too. Come celebrate Army kids at the National Army Museum, just off I-95 in Alexandria, Virginia. Plan your free visit at usarmymuseum.org.